Welcome back to another episode. Today you are getting me. This week we also had the Mexican Mother's Day and American Mother's Day or yeah, Mexican and American Mother's Day all happening in the same week. We figured that it will be a good idea for me to talk about motherhood. <laughs> so where do I start? The first thing that I want to talk about today is how it is being a mom when I myself feel like I'm still a kid. My first pregnancy, I was 26 years old and I had Zoe at 27. Yeah, right? Counting, I'm, I'm, I'm mathing right now. <laughs> but yes, the first, my first child, I was at 27 years old. And at that time, I still felt like I'm still a kid, raising a kid. <laughs> and every now and then, I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I am a mom. But then there were times where I'm like, oh, my God, whose child are you? When are your parents coming to get you? <laughs> like, it took me a little bit for me to realize, like, for my brain to kind of, like, click into, like, this child is staying. She's your baby. <laughs> you're a mom but like now with having a second baby which by the way we have the baby the baby's born she is healthy she's chunky she's she's amazing we love her so much but yeah having the second child now it does feel a lot different than just having one child fortunately for us zoe is at that at, at an age where we don't always have to tend for her like yeah I still give her her food I still make sure that she drinks water you know I still help her shower and help her in general but for the most part she could help herself and she could actually help me which is amazing and I honestly I think having that four years age difference is really ideal especially if you're not getting help if you're doing the parenting all to yourself or like yeah yourself for the most part i think i mentioned in indonesia i grew up with nannies i grew up with nannies i grew up with my grandma as opposed to like my mom my mom worked full-time so yeah like the people that took care of me for the most part were my nanny and my grandma and i never i don't know i guess because my sisters also had their own nannies when we were growing up. I never had the, that responsibility of taking care of your siblings when your parents are out or when your parents are working. It's different than Julio. When Julio was younger, his parents would be working and then they would tell him, okay, after school you have to come home because you have to take care of your sister. For me, after school, I could stay out with my friends or you know like I can either go home or hang out with my friends I didn't have to come home right away to take care of my siblings 
So I guess, honestly, I never had the experience of taking child. Like almost never had that experience. The first time I babysat someone, um, or the first time I babysat someone's child, it was cousin, auntie's, uh, my auntie's dog. My auntie's were, my auntie was at work, even though, yeah, my cousin also had her own nanny. I don't remember where this nanny was. I think either she was, she was on a leaf or something like that. But I just remember my sister and I, my older sister and I, we ended up having to take care of my cousin. My cousin was only, I want to say, a year old, two year old. And I guess we thought, oh, yeah, no, this is easy. So our approach was definitely as if we were playing with a doll. That was our approach and taking care of my cousin. Like, I honestly don't know why my auntie thought it would be a good idea for two of us to take care of her daughter when we didn't have any experience at all. Yeah, we were like in high school, something like that. But still, like, it doesn't mean you know what you're doing, right? So that was literally my only experience in taking care of a child. And then I, I had my own daughter. That part was very interesting for me. But the one thing that I never really realized that could happen was the postpartum depression after, right? With Zoe, I went to work two weeks after I gave birth to her. And that was really hard because I was at work 12 hours a day, like 12 hours every day. And whenever I come home, she would be asleep. I mean, obviously, like newborns, they sleep all the time. So when I would come home, she was asleep and I wouldn't have time to hang out with her. I wouldn't have time to be there for her. And it was a really weird experience for me because for me, it just feels like and it seems like I was looking at her growing up from outside the window. And even when I come home, I had so at that time I had my sister, my mom and Julio that would help take care of her while I was at work. Julio was working night shift at that time. So during the day, he would be able to take care of Zoe before he had to go to work and then my mom would take over and my mom would take care of her and so for me when I came home it's like oh yeah no she's already taken care of she's asleep all I needed to do was I don't know either pump or breastfeed her and that felt really off for me because I didn't spend time with her and every single time I finally was able to spend time with her. I just felt like she's so big now. She's growing up. She grew up without me. That was like probably the hardest time for me because there were times where I didn't even want to touch her because I felt like she deserves someone that's there for her and I couldn't give her that. And so that was a dark time for me until I quit that job and stayed home more. On top of that, because I went to work super early right after my milk production went out, it's like, it's so weird. Like, that's something that I didn't know that could happen. 
I didn't bring my pump one day and the next day it's like my milk was gone. I stopped producing. I tried everything. I tried pumping. Nothing worked. And that was traumatic for me, honestly. And now I do feel like a little bit anxious when I pump or when I breastfeed her. I always feel like, oh, no, I'm running out, running out of milk. Like I'm not going to make enough. And every single time I pump and it's less than what I would usually pump, I freak out uh, or I get anxiety when I'm pumping um which I think it is a normal thing for you to experience because my body is still also trying to regulate all my hormones emotion back after having a child this time around though it is a lot different the postpartum depression is also different I stay home right I'm like I'm a full stay-at-home mom I do side projects every now and then but with a newborn I couldn't really do much at night that's when I found the hardest for me because it's very isolating it's very lonely this time around though I didn't have my mom with me to help take care of the baby I didn't have my sister with me to take care of the baby and also, Julio is back at doing night shift. So at home, when I wake up in the middle of the night to feed her, it's just me and the baby. Like we would, I would sometimes do it here in this room or I would do it in the bedroom or sometimes I would even do it in the living room. And I guess it's just kind of like whenever I feel comfortable or like whenever I want, however I feel that night the first week I didn't tell anyone that I was feeling like that the second week I think I started to crack and then I told Julio hey I don't feel so good I, I felt alone I felt lonely third week that's when it really hit me and I'm like oh god this is bad that's when I started actually being more proactive and reach out to people. This is also the time when I started going back into therapy because for a little bit I had to stop um doing therapy because it started yeah, it just started to get expensive for us. And I but then I reached out to my therapist when I was at the hospital. That's also another story. But <laughs> I reached out to my therapist when I was at the hospital and we scheduled something. For me, though, like this time around, I'm okay during the weekdays, except Fridays. Weirdly enough for me, Fridays were like the worst for me. That's when I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so lonely. I'm so alone. I'm all by myself. You know how it's so easy for you to say, hey, I'm here. Whenever you need me, reach out. But then... You know that people are there for you, but for whatever reason, it's just hard for you to reach out. I was right there and I didn't want to tell anyone that I was alone, that I feel lonely. And I have some group of friends that would ask me, like, sometimes they would just text me out of the blue. Hey, hey, mama, how are you? How do you feel? And for the first time ever, like in my life, I like I tell them how it is. 
Like I would tell them, hey, I'm good ish, but I am very lonely. Like I feel so lonely. I feel very isolated. I want friends and I need friends. Like I need to hang out with like adults. <laughs> I need to hang out with people my age. Fridays are the worst. And I would tell that to my friends who ask me. At first, it was such a drag because I feel like I shouldn't complain about that because I chose this. And then I also think, you know what? No, just because I chose motherhood, it doesn't mean that I should be lonely. It doesn't mean that I should just bottle everything to myself. And I know there are a lot of mothers out there that feels the way that I did and I guess this is like me like one of the main topic of today just because you chose to be a mother just because you chose this life it doesn't mean that you should be alone in going through this life it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to ask for help you're not allowed to reach out to people and tell people, hey, I'm a little bit lonely. Can we hang out? Because I thought, I don't know, like, it just felt like it's easy for people to say, oh, yeah, it takes a village to raise a child. But then when people do reach out, it's like all of a sudden nobody's around. Right. That was definitely what I had in mind at first. Why should I reach out? Like, I don't want to reach out because. um. The baby is my responsibility. I shouldn't pass that responsibility to someone else. And then that thought come to me like, it shouldn't be like that. I shouldn't have to feel like I can't talk to anyone. I shouldn't have to feel like I'm passing that responsibility to someone else because I'm not. I'm still taking care of my daughter. I'm still taking. I'm still taking care of my kids. I'm still there for my kids, 100%. But if I feel burnt out, if I feel like my tank is at zero, how am I going to take care of them? How am I going to be able to be there for them? So I finally got out of that hole and started reaching out to people. So I started planning stuff with people. I started reaching out to people. I started inviting people over because, like, I can't go out. Like, so when you had a C-section, two weeks after you get a C-section, you're not supposed to drive. I don't know. Kind of makes sense, but at the same time, kind of not for me. So I was really <laughs> stuck at home. Can't go out, can't really do anything. I had to wait for Julio to take me to places or I needed him to go grab things for me if I needed things. At first, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to invite anyone. I don't want them to feel like they have to come to me and see me and keep me company. But then I was like, you know what? No. How am I going to go see other people if I don't invite them? So I did. I invited them. I texted Jay. I was like, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to come hang out with me? <laughs> like, do you want to come meet the baby? 
So Jalen and Aaron came over. We talked and we hung out for a little bit. And then I want to say a week later, Jay came again. We sat and do nothing. She ended up bringing her work here to edit and do what she needed to do here while we just hang out. <laughs> That's when I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is my village. This is the village that people kept on mentioning. It takes a village to raise a child. Because when I was busy taking care of Sochio, Jalen was there to help me with Zoe. She was playing with Zoe. She was entertaining Zoe. That's the village part. And I was like, oh, this is it. Because for the longest time, I thought it takes a village to raise a child. I thought it just meant like my family, like my family, Julio's family or the nannies. Um, but no, like it could be your friends. Um, it could be people that out to. It could be your friends. It could be your relative. It doesn't always have to be like your close family. And then, you know, on top of like the emotional side and like the loneliness, I was also just, I don't know, like my body's changing again, right? My body's changing again. The inside is changing again. And that took a little bit for me to adjust to as well. This time around, I am pumping religiously. Like I mentioned before, I do have that anxiety. But I am pumping religiously. And it changed the way my boob shaped. And now my nipples. Now the nips are also changing so there's like a lot of things that's going on that is changing and on top of that I, I don't have my pregnancy glow anymore meaning when I was pregnant for whatever reason oh my gosh my skin was fine now it feels like I need to inject moisturizer into my bloodstream because I'm so dry <laughs> and also my nails are starting to be brittle I had strong nails before I had pretty nails. And that's what I'm like, oh, my gosh. So in order for me to be pretty, I have to be pregnant. And I, I, I was joking with Julio. I told him, babe, I think I need to be pregnant every year for my skin to feel nice and not dry. And for my nails to grow healthy or my hair to grow fast and strong and luscious. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was just like joking with him and then he was like you want another one like right now and of course I do <laughs> anyways there's just a lot that happened that is not being talked about and I feel like most moms kind of just bottled that in and not talk about it I want to talk about it not because I want to have people's pity because I want people to kind of look at me and be like, oh, my God, for you. No, because I feel like it's not talked about enough. Like people just kind of suffer in silence. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to suffer in silence. Like I want people to know, oh, yeah, no, she's lonely. Oh, she feels insecure about this. Oh, a lot of things are changing in her body. So she gets anxious. So I talk about it, you know, I talk about it with my therapist, I talk about it with Julio, I talk about it with my sister, I talk about it with Jalen, you know, I talk about it with my other friends. And not gonna lie, 
this time, like my postpartum depression, it really isn't that bad. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously I do have some, but it wasn't as bad as when I was suffering in silence. And yeah, sure, this time around, I do have Zoe to entertain me, you know, during Coachella week, those two weekends. Zoe and I, we love Blackpink. We're like obsessed with K-pop, right? So Zoe and I, we decided to have a Blackpink show party here. We went, got, we went and got slushies from 7-Eleven. I decorated the room. I made stickers for her. Blackpink merch for her. Like I made like a Blackpink t-shirt merch. For her. And we just went all out. And then we had a whole party here. For me, I'm not going to lie. I know this sounds so bad and maybe it does sound fucked up, but to be honest, I didn't really do it for her. I did it for me. That is something that I did so I stay sane because, yeah, like being a stay at home mom requires you to stay at home. <laughs> so for the most part, we are home. And on top of that, like, I don't really feel comfortable taking like a newborn out and about and do all kinds of things because obviously her immune system isn't as strong as mine or Zoe's. So yeah, like we were home, but we had an amazing time. Did I wish that we were at Coachella? Yeah, I really did. Did I ask if I could bring a baby to Coachella? I did. Actually did. I asked, like I think I went on... I don't know. I think I went on Reddit or something like that. I'd be like, can you bring a baby? Or no, it wasn't Reddit. It was on the Coachella Instagram post. I was like, can I bring a baby, a born baby to Coachella? <laughs> and turns out there is like no age restriction. Uh, so technically I could, but I didn't because a bitch is broke. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had a Coachella party. It was super fun. Sochil was jamming with us. Having kids is hard. Like, it's really hard. Like, sometimes I do feel like, and sometimes I really miss just telling Julio, hey, let's go here spontaneously. We can't really do that anymore because we have two kids. We have to plan. There's more planning. We have to bring more stuff. So we can't just be like, hey, let's go out in the middle of the night. Obviously, we can't because the kids are asleep. But it doesn't mean that you're stuck. It doesn't mean you really can't. I, I hate when people say, oh, don't have kids. You can't do this. You can't do that. Yes, you can. For instance, when we had Zoe, something that we haven't done with Sochil. Just because, you know, times are hard. But <laughs> when we had Zoe, I want to say Zoe was only like five weeks old, six weeks old. We went to a bar because it was one of our friend's birthday. We went to a bar. And we just hung out at the bar. We had a table 
and literally Zoe was passed around like to all of our friends because they wanted to say hi they wanted to see her so we were like here you can have the baby oh you're done you can have the baby next everyone got a turn to carry her and play with her and talk to her so yeah I just wanted to say for all the moms out there happy mother's day you guys are doing amazing things moms out there make the world a better place we're doing the best that we can with the knowledge that we have so yeah i know this is like a short episode but you guys are amazing you guys are wonderful you guys are doing an amazing job even if you think that you're not like for me i literally pat myself on the back whenever i showered like i didn't think that having a newborn means that it's actually hard for you to shower because you don't have time and even if i do shower like in five minutes i would probably get spit up on again there are times and i just like kind of like gave up and i would just walk around at home with shorts and my nursing bra that's it because no matter what like no matter what shirt i wear i would get spit up on but yeah like you're doing amazing as moms. You are doing an amazing thing. And if you feel like you don't know what you're doing, I'm right there with you. I don't know what I'm doing either. But we're doing it. And we're amazing. We're strong. We're slightly insane. But we're doing an amazing job. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to say happy Mother's Day. And if you feel lonely, if, if you feel like you don't have anyone, you have people in your corner. I'm in your corner. You have someone. I'm there with you. Reach out. Talk to people. Reach out to me, even. Talk to me. Who knows? Maybe when you be reaching out to me, that's when I'm also feeling lonely. And we ended up not feeling lonely anymore because now we got each other. I salute you. I respect you. And you are doing an amazing job. So that is it for today's episode, but we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Today's affirmation is, I love my body for all that it does for me. My body does amazing things. I'll show you how to love me to love you. Stay safe. Stay sexy. Wild baby. You like your cupcakes and sprinkles? Yeah. That was a good cupcake. <laughs>